Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. In today's class, we will explore more about the third verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita among the first 14, which is explained uh, in great depth in the second chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So today, particular topic, the particular topic that we will be visiting today is Krishna is the source of Narayana. That's the topic for today. It's basically we are running through the verses all the way from 2nd chapter 23rd verse to the 60th verse. About 38 verses in total. Alright. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun melitam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha Shri chaitanya mano bhishtam sthapitam yena bhutale Svayam rupah kadamahyam dadatisva padantikam Vandeham shri guru shri yutapadakamalam shri gurun vaishnavamscha Shri rupam sagrajatam sahagana raghunathanvitam tamsajeevam Sadvaitam savadhutam parijana sahitam krishna chaitanya devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakal Patarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today's topic is Krishna is the source of Narayana. And we are continuing our discussion on the third verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita which is described in great elaboration in the second chapter. And we will be visiting the verses from... 2nd chapter, 23rd verses, all the way through 60th verse today. So about 38 verses in total. Alright, so, <clears throat> so we will just, uh, I will just chant this verse again, just so that we recap this verse. Because this is the explanation, I mean this is the verse we are looking at. And the whole explanation is about this. Yadadvaitam Brahmo Panishaditadapyasyatanubha Ya Atmantaryami Purusha iti sosyamsha vibhava Shadaishvaryai Purnoya iha bhagavansasvayamayam Na Chaitanyat Krishna Jagati Paratatvam Paramiha So this is one tune. The other tune is, like last week we, we chanted this. <coughs> Yadadvaitam Brahmo 
पूर्णो न जगति so this is the other tune translation what the upanishads describe as the impersonal brahman is but the effulgence of his body and the lord known as the super soul is but his lo- localized plenary portion Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna himself, full with six opulences. He is the absolute truth and no other truth is greater than or equal to him. So as we know, we have uh, studied this last week. Um, The absolute truth can be understood in three phases, Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan. So we know that verse, Vadantitat Tattva Vidas Tattvam Yajnana Madhvayam 1.2.11 of Srimad Bhagavatam. So the three stages of realization of the absolute truth. It is the same absolute truth realized in three phases according to the advancement of the progressive candidate. Now, whatever is known as Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan is nothing but Krishna in three different phases of understanding and realization. Here, this verse proclaims that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that same Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan. So, in other words, Chaitanya... Lord Chaitanya and Lord Krishna are non-different and last week's topic was the Vedic evidence of the um, supremacy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as being equal to Krishna. <coughs> so we have gone through a lot of Vedic evidence where in the Shastras it is said that Lord Chaitanya is an incarnation of Krishna himself. So in this chapter this verse is elaborated upon and in the first um, from where from here all the way to the 22nd verse so but it's all about um, establishing the fact that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is uh, non-different from Krishna or the Vedic evidence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu being Krishna himself now what does it mean by Lord Chaitanya is equal to Lord Krishna Lord Chaitanya is Lord Krishna non-different so what does it mean that is taken into greater depths so i want to actually go through the whole chapter overview briefly so that we know why the flow of argument or why the flow of presentation is the way it is set out in this chapter because it's very interesting um, why uh, krishnadas kaviraj goswami the author of chaitanya charitamrita chose this particular order of explanation so what he is trying to say is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the pinnacle of all other incarnations just as Krishna is and even Krishna even Krishna has different aspects now we know Brahman, Paramatma, Bhagavan but even in Bhagavan there are divisions there are incarnations, there are expansions there are plenary portions, portions of plenary portions hmm. so there are so many uh, classifications of even Bhagavan in the Bhagavan category itself. Now, the Purusha avatars who are in this material world, they come to this material world. But the Narayana in the spiritual world, he has no touch with Maya at all. 
of course even the purusha avatars they have no touch with maya but they deal with maya anyway but in narayana feature there is no dealing with maya at all and even among narayanas krishna is the origin of all narayanas so this is in the bhagavan realm of understanding this is even finer and <laughs> the most interesting part is krishnadas kavraj goswami even goes to the point of krishna even in krishna there is more finer divisions like his bal lila and his aishwarya lila of course that is not studied especially here but his aishwarya lila in um, mathura and dwarka that means in in opulence in opulence he is uh, conducting his pastimes just almost similar to uh, vaikuntha but especially in his youth the youthful form of krishna especially shown in vrindavan where he had pastimes with radharani that feature of krishna mixed with radharani is chaitanya mahaprabhu and the pinnacle of all pastimes of krishna are with are in the youthful pastimes of krishna where he deals with all the gopis and the raslila which is the epitome of all pastimes happened during his youthful years and of course when we say during his youthful years means it's not that oh krishna grew old after that and then he became a middle aged man and an old man and then a haggard old man and then <laughs> no he doesn't he he never grows beyond youth but then he accepted the other responsibilities when he was on this earth he accepted other responsibilities of not responsibilities it's not krishna does not have any responsibility as such he is showing us how to conduct ourselves in different facets of life like when he was a kid when he um, displayed his childhood leela bal leela he came among the vaishya community and he showed the importance of cow protection then in the, his later years he showed the importance of brahmanical protection of brahmanical culture because he was a kshatriya kshatriyas are supposed to serve the brahmanas mostly he takes his incarnation among kshatriyas of course there are sometimes brahmana incarnations also like chaitanya mahaprabhu he took birth in a brahmana family uh, vamana dev he came as a brahmana but generally he comes as a kshatriya many times like ramachandra he came as a kshatriya krishna came as a kshatriya and uh, parshuram of course he was in a brahmin family but again he behaved as a kshatriya so there are many instances instances uh, where he took the role of a kshatriya because why he why he took a role which is second class and not first class not brahmana because kshatriyas are supposed to serve brahmanas and he brahmanya devaya namo brahmanya devaya go brahmana hitaya cha so he loves to serve the brahmanas and devotees therefore he accepted himself as a kshatriya so that he can serve the brahmanas uh, so this is the re- reason so anyway so th- this finer aspect very very confidential aspect of who lord chaitanya mahaprabhu actually is uh, that is uh, being established in this verse and uh, this is just the explanation of the third verse of chaitanya charitamrita and the fourth fifth sixth verses go in even greater depths into this understanding of radha krishna pastimes and the true identity of chaitanya mahaprabhu the true mission of chaitanya mahaprabhu and everything all right so i will take you through a an overview of the chapter so that we get an idea of what this chapter is talking about the flow of 
presentation all right okay this so you see here so there are 121 verses in this chapter as you can see oh here <laughs> 121 verses in this chapter and right at the top you can see and chapter scope so dedicated this chapter is dedicated to the third verse of the Adalila chapter 1 and the first two verses as we have seen it is um, stating that the shelter of Lord Chaitanya taking shelter of Lord Chaitanya simplifies the otherwise difficult process of self-realization either through philosophical speculation or through yogic practice and everything everything all of that is taken out of the process there is no need of big big yoga process there is no need of big big uh, exercise of intelligence to speculate on the absolute truth nothing just chant dance eat krishna prasadam associate with wonderful devotees go back to godhead finish that's the first two verses it is said that even a child can take part in this movement <clears throat> then the third verse glorifying the panchatattva that is, of course, the standard verse Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Vrinda. Now, the fourth, especially the fifth verse, which is the actual verse under discussion, the third verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Then we have seen in the last week session grammatical explanation of the verse, like subject and predicate. There is first the subject and then the predicate, which is the description of the subject. Okay, this we have studied. And then declaration that Chaitanya is non, Lord Chaitanya is non-different from Krishna. Declaration. I mean, when I say declaration, declaration means there is no proof offered yet. But the declaration is stated first. And the proof is, follows that declaration. Right? <clears throat> then, there is the, um, the Supreme Lord in the three categories of understanding. Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan. And we went into great depths into, whole, into this whole thing. It's understanding, and finally, and actually, if we can go on the, if we can see the division, subdivisions here, you see, Brahman. About Brahman, it's speaking from 12th to 7th verse, 17th. 18 to 22nd is about Paramatma. 23rd to 27th is Bhagwan. So I think I should put here 27. Well, whatever. So 22nd verse is going on. We have we have seen, especially in the purport, Vedic evidence of Lord Chaitanya being Lord Krishna himself from the Shastras. And then, as a supplement to this, there were a few verses in the, in the purport of that verse, 22nd verse. And then we went into an additional <coughs> list of verses in another external article, which I showed last week. Numerous Vedic evidences of the supremacy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this is how we establish an incarnation. There cannot be just like anybody and everybody coming around and saying I am God. Show me one proof from the Shastra, I will accept at least. Where is the proof? Nobody cares for any proof nowadays because everybody is Shudra. So they don't know how to check things. But material thing, they will check a lot. You want to, they want to buy a product, they will check all the reviews, they will check all the comments, they will check uh, you know video reviews on YouTube. People who have used the product, they will say oh, this is this. So they will do a lot of research when they're buying something. But when they're going to God, no research. Simply whatever people say, just do it. They don't check facts. Fact checking should be there. 
uh, and that is where shastra comes in and we have to refer to the shastras and all these evidences it is not possible for us to glean all these evidences from all these places shastra of course is the base but why it is said guru sadhu shastra because shastra is so vast our vedic scriptures we not we don't have just one book like you know in other religions there is one book we have multitude of books there's so much evidence and so how are we going to glean all the relevant portions of these scriptures that's where the guru and the sadhus the great sages they come into um, the equation so they have very mercifully especially the six goswamis nana shastra vicharanaika nipunao sadharma samsthapako so they have nana shastra vicharanaika nipunao they have expertly studied nana shastra why sadharma samsthapakao to establish the real religious system that is possible practical and the most sublime in this age of kali okay so that is the contribution of the six goswami so we can actually never repay them for their contribution and having said that now shila prabhupad has given that in our language which we can understand they wrote in sanskrit and bengali now very few people are going to understand that so the acharyas have passed that down and shila prabhupad has made it available in in english and he has initiated all of us into this treasure house of knowledge so guru sadhu shastra so in this way we understand how chaitanya mahaprabhu is the supreme personality of godhead we should never doubt this fact now having stated that today's topic is the supremacy of lord narayana and how krishna is the source of even narayana so i will take you to this okay let's see the whole um, layout of the chapter you see this here so 23 to to 27 supremacy of lord narayana how narayana is supreme above above the i mean he is the owner of all energies vishnu shakti para prokta kshetra gnyakhya tatha para avidya karma samgyanya samgyanya tritiya shakti rishyate so he has three energies he is the master of all these energies so that's how we understand the bhagavan feature bhagavan means one means one who possesses bhaga means opulences the possessor of all opulences all opulence means all kinds of energies is under his command mayadhyakshena prakriti suyate sacharacharam so everything is moving under his direction so this is bhagavan feature narayana feature now that narayana krishna is the source of narayana and that is studied from 28th through 60th verses and then 61st through 96th verses which we will not be covering today we will be covering today this part from here to here these two sections we're going to cover today and after this what is going to come is the 61st through 96th refuting the argument that narayana is the source of krishna because some people some sampradayas even vaishnava sampradayas because krishna is such a confidential subject matter not many people understand krishna similarly even fewer people understand radharani shrimati radharani is so confidential in fact there were some uh, proponents of shri sampradaya who have denounced the presence of radharani 
they said radharani is not even uh, existing she doesn't exist there is no such person as radharani at all this is their understanding some of them not all so why 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 they saying like that because she is so confidential so hidden but by the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu by the mercy of his devotees shri prabhupad especially we have come to know about radha krishna of course in north india many people know radha krishna but they do not know the the depth of the pastimes of radha and krishna so that is all explored here in chaitanya charitamrita <clears throat> to an extent that we can understand which we can comprehend right so refuting the argument that krishna is uh, narayana is the source of krishna this is from 61st to 96th verses then 97th to 108 krishna in youth is the fountain head of all incarnations as i said before so he, his different ages are also analyzed and then in that also the the, the youthful age is where because that includes all other rasas like when he was when he displayed the childhood bal lila he opened up the possibility of vatsalaras with you know um, yashoda maya and nand maharaj but only when he displayed his kaishor lila uh, okay the stages the ages of krishna are um, what is that kaumara pauganda and kaishora so puganda means uh, sorry kumara means very small until 5 years old it's called kumara and that age is called kaumara kumara kaumara and puganda puganda and pauganda uh, puganda means from 6 to 10 years old around 6 to 11 like that and then kaishora means kishor kishor means youth kaishora means youthful pastimes so the youthful age so kaumara pauganda and kaishora and in that the kaishora age opens up the possibility of madhuryaras and especially so um parakiya madhuryaras paramor love which the gopis have um, shown ramya kaachad upasana vrajavadhu vargena ya kalpita the path chosen by the gopis that is of paramor love that is the highest highest expression of love so that is shown there therefore and the raslila is also enacted at that age of krishna so that age presents the widest possibilities of rasas that one can have with krishna even when he ex- um, um, what is that uh, exhibited his um, pastimes in mathura and dwarka he again um, did not exhibit fully because that parakiya bhav is missing swakiya bhav is uh, um, displayed by the queens of dwarka swakiya that means swakiya means conjugal love but at but as husband and wife not as a paramour but parakiya means as a paramour love so even when he in, in his mathura and dwarka leela he did not exhibit his fullness but in um, uh, vrindavan yes he did so so that treasure of madhurya ras is being uh, presented by chaitanya mahaprabhu in the form of this holy name chanting sankirtan movement golokeer prema dhana harinama sankirtana so this is how, how it is to be understood 
so krishna is in youth is the fountain head of all incarnations and then he kinds of contradicts himself in these next 109th through 118th verse verses where he says yet krishna is synonymous to narayana at the same time and there is nothing wrong in saying that narayana is krishna or krishna is the karana dukshaya vishnu there is no wrong in that because um, everything is in krishna already so he says by saying that lord chaitanya mahaprabhu is that same karana dukshaya vishnu from whose pores you know universes are coming out that doesn't add to his glory because usually we say chaitanya mahaprabhu means okay chaitanya mahaprabhu when we, when somebody says oh he is actually the karanadakshaya vishnu from whose pores the universe is coming oh he is karanadakshaya vishnu so it looks like there is an addition of glory now added to the personality of chaitanya mahaprabhu so he says no it doesn't add to the glory it in fact um is just one of the subsets of the glories of chaitanya mahaprabhu subset means it's one of the many many glories hmm. chaitanya mahaprabhu is even the source of karanadakshaya vishnu so it doesn't add to his glory but it's just explaining the features of chaitanya mahaprabhu so that for the layman uh, for us we have no idea so when we see this we can estimate to an extent in our head the supremacy of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu so in this way he he concludes that chaitanya mahaprabhu is krishna himself and finally in the last verse um praying for the mercy of rupa and raghunath i don't know if you can see that yeah see praying for the mercy of rupa and raghunath every at at the end of every single chapter of chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, sorry chaitanya charitamrita krishna das kavraj goswami writes this verse so this is the basic um scope of this entire chapter so today we will be covering as i said these two supremacy of lord narayana the bhagwan feature and krishna is the source of narayana these two we will cover today okay all right so 23rd verse as i said ಪರವ್ಯೋಮೇತೆ ವಯಸೆ ನಾರಾಯಣನಾಷ್ಟೈಶ್ವರ್ಯಪೂರ್ಣಲಕ್ಷ್ಮೀಕಾಂತ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ನಾರಾಯಣ್ ಹೂ ಡಾಮಿನೇಟ್ಸ್ ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸೆಂಡೆಂಟಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಫುಲ್ ಇನ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಆಪ್ಯುಲೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಹೀ ಇಸ್ ದ ಪರ್ಸ್ನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಗಾಡಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಫಾರ್ಚುನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಫೀಚರ್ ವೇದ ಭಾಗವತ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಆಗಮ್ ಪೂರ್ಣತತ್ವಜಾರೆ ಕೊಹೆ ನಾಹಿ ಜಾರಶಂ the personality of godhead is he who is described as the absolute whole in the vedas bhagavatam upanishads and other transcendental literature agama no one is equal to him see all the scriptures that are proclaiming the supremacy of lord narayana it is true and nobody is equal to or superior to him so purport now there are so many references here you see there are innumerable authoritative statements in the vedas regarding the personal feature of the absolute truth because many people especially the shankarites the followers of shankaracharya they read the vedas vedas upanishads vedanta sutra they don't read much bhagavad gita bhagavatam smriti they say is inferior shruti is superior because actually smriti is more clearer 
especially when you go to bhagavatam and bhagavad gita it is very very clear so to avoid this conflict they say shruti is more important than smriti in this way they pose their argument but here so especially ramanujacharya and madhvacharya they have especially ramanujacharya he has uh, included so many references from the vedas from the upanishads from the vedanta sutra about the personal feature of the lord defeating the sankara sankrates sankracharya's philosophy using their own vedas yes he could have quoted from the puranas and all that and they are as authoritative as the vedas vaishnavas only understand that they they take everything equally because everything is given by krishna and his pure devotee so they cannot make any mistakes but the vaishnavas they always are thinking how to save the people so if these rascal uh, mayavadis they don't listen to Smr- uh, smriti literature if they only listen to shruti literature okay let me go into the domain of shruti and prove to them and uh, shila prabhupad actually in one one of the purports i don't remember which one he says that the followers of chaitanya mahaprabhu are so versatile hmm, that whether the opponent who argues otherwise who does not accept chaitanya mahaprabhu who does not accept krishna or whatever so in the course of preaching the followers of chaitanya mahaprabhu gaudiya vaishnavas are so versatile that they can use shruti they can use smriti they can use just chanting hari krishna and change them and if they don't accept any scripture at all then even by logical uh, explanations the gaudiya vaishnavas can turn the hearts of the non devotees into krishna consciousness so they are so versatile so that's why you see sometimes shri prabhupad he explains very simple analogies many of them are also explained by i mean quoted by acharyas in verses and sometimes shri prabhupad just you know uh, sees everyday objects and then uh, to to drive the point home he explains very simple analogies to uh, make us understand a very profound concept or uh, fact of understanding in vaishnava theology so he he explains explains in a very succinct and very clear precise way so this is the uh, uh, expertise of gaudiya vaishnavas the followers of chaitanya mahaprabhu should be experts like this so that's why we have to study shri prabhupada's books also and we also have to become acclimatized to all these explanations oh this kind of argument can be um, counteracted with this um you know explanation it is not that he invents something prabhupada did not invent anything as in fact there was a nice quote quotation of shri prabhupada because uh, one of the disciples of prabhupada he said to prabhupada um so that means uh, we are for us shastra and logic these two are the basis or sorry shastra and analogies prabhupada said no analogies are not the basis of our explanation of our philosophy shastra is the basis the analogy is based on shastra shastra is the base analogies are based on shastra uh, so uh, shastra is always the base at the foundation so we have to become uh, very expert in uh, understanding this and when we are preaching to others we will encounter so many you know uh, arguments so of course i'm not saying that you have to arm yourself with every single argument and then start preaching no it would not happen like that 
we have to preach and as we meet arguments then we will learn we will discuss with the devotees oh prabhu this person you know was saying like that okay then the, the devotees will show okay this 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 reference okay this is the explanation this is the way so of course if we read in prabhupada books also you can get the same thing and the devotees they glean all these different um references and then they put it for you you know as a as a presentation so in this way there is uh, we have to associate with devotees like that anyway let's get to this purport there are innumerable authoritative statements in the vedas regarding the personal feature of the absolute truth some of them are as follows from the rig samhita 1.22.20 tad vishno paramam padam sada pashyanti surayah divi vachakshuratatam actually this is um, um, ओम तद्विष्णोपरमंपदम सदा पश्यन्ति सूरयः दिवि वचक्षुराततम तद्विप्रासो विपन्यपोजाग्रुवम सस्यमिन्धते विष्णोर्यत्परमंपदम इट्स ब्यूटीफुल वर्स फ्रॉम ऋग्वेद ऋग्संहिता सो व्हाट इज द मीनिंग द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड विष्णु इज द एब्सोल्युट ट्रुथ हूज लोटस फीट ऑल द डेमीगॉड्स आर ऑलवेज ईगर टू सी लाइक द सन गॉड ही प्रोवाइड्स एवरीथिंग बाय द रेज ऑफ हिज एनर्जी he appears impersonal to imperfect eyes <laughs> next from the narayana narayana atharva shira upanishad narayana atharva shira upanishad verses 1 and 2 narayana deva samutpadyante narayanat pravartante narayane praliyante athanityo narayanah narayana एवेदम सर्वम यद्भूतम यम शुद्धो देव एको नारायणो न द्वितीयो अस्ति कश्चित इट इज फ्रॉम नारायण ओनली दर एवरीथिंग इज जनरेटेड बाय हिम ओनली दर एवरीथिंग इज मेंटेन एंड इन हिम ओनली दर एवरीथिंग इज एनाइलेटेड देर फॉर नारायण इज इटर्नली एक्सिस्टिंग एवरीथिंग दर एक्सिस्ट नाउ और विल बी क्रिएटेड इन द फ्यूचर इज नथिंग बट नारायण हु इज द अनएडल्टरेटेड डेथी there is only narayana and nothing else this is such a powerful verse from the narayana atharva shira upanishad see then we have from the narayana upanishad yatah prasuta yatah prasuta jagatah prasuti narayana is a source from whom all the universes emanate prasuti means birth yatah prasuta jagatah prasuti from the hayasirsha pancharatra it is said paramatma harir devah hari is the supreme lord from shrimad bhagavatam 11.3.34 and 35 narayana vidhanasya brahmanah paramatmanah nishtham arhathano vaktum yuyam hi brahma vittamah Oh best of the brahmanas please tell us of the position of narayana who is also known as brahman and paramatma so as you know today's verse under discussion is the third verse of chaitanya charitamrita in which the brahman paramatma are nothing but the features of chaitanya mahaprabhu and here it is said narayana is also known as brahman and paramatma according to the different stages of realization of the advancing um, candidate spiritual candidate now next स्थितुद्भव प्रलय हेतुरहेतुरस्य ओके दिस इज स्थितुद्भव प्रलय हेतुरहेतुरस्य यत्स्वप्न जागर सुषुप्ति सुसद्भिह 
सद्बिश्चेन्द्रियासु हृदयानि चरन्धन संजीव संजीविता तदवे परम नरेन्द्र ब्यूटिफुल पर्सन इलेवन वाट थ्री डॉट थर्टी फाइव ओ किंग नो हिम हू इज काजलेस एंड येट इज द काज ऑफ क्रिएशन मेन्टेनेंस एंड अनाहलेशन ही एक्जिस्ट्स इन द थ्री स्टेट्स ऑफ कॉन्शियसनेस नेमली वेकिंग ड्रीमिंग एंड डीप स्लीप एज वेल एज बियॉन्ड दम द थुरी He enlivens the body, the senses, the breath of life, and the heart, and thus they move. See, our body, our senses, our breath of life, we have no control, but he is the one moving it. Know him to be the supreme. So these are Vedic evidences. So what was the declaration? The personality of Godhead is He who is described as the absolute whole in the Vedas, Bhagavatam, Upanishads, and other transcendental literature. No one is equal to Him. So bhakti okay next verse two dot twenty five bhakti okay bhaktapaya jahar darshan surya jena savigraha dekhe devagan through their service devotees see that personality of Godhead just as the denizens of heaven see the personality of the sun. See here is an important thing is um, said here. सूर्य जैन सविग्रह देखे देवगण द डेनिजन्स ऑफ हेवन सी द पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ द सन वी द डेनिजन्स ऑफ अर्थ कैन सी द ग्लोब ऑफ द सन एंड द सन शाइन बट नॉट द पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ द सन वी हैव रियलाइज इट ओनली अंटिल दस फार द ग्लोब बट द पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ द सन द किंग ऑफ द सन प्लैनेट विवस वन दैट द डेनिजन्स ऑफ हेवन कैन सी सो इट रिक्वायर्स ए हायर क्वालिफिकेशन टू सी So similarly, the Bhagwan realization requires much higher qualification. You don't have to be a denizen of heaven to do that, but you have to be a pure devotee to do that. In fact, denizens of heaven also do not have as much access to Krishna as the pure devotee. Pure devotee, sadaiva, santa sadaiva hridaya shuvilok ayanti. Always, twenty-four-seven access. You know, sometimes you know <laughs> these twenty-four-seven um, support. You know. you know you can ask them questions and you can you know some softwares have that 24/7 support so devotees have 24/7 support from krishna whereas devatas they have to go to you know brahma and brahma has to submit their plea at the swetadweep ocean of milk on the shore of the ocean of milk he has to offer the purush sukta prayers and then offer the uh, petition and then the lord you know tells him by way of uh, speech sometimes he doesn't mostly doesn't even see the lord so there is so, so much uh, process to meet or um, access in lord narayana but devotees just like that 24/7 access complete access to krishna so through their service devotees see that personality of godhead just as the denizens of heaven see the personality of the sun now when we say oh surya bhagwan or you know like that people think oh this is just like you know those greek gods you know some some mythology this is not mythology as sir we cannot see it doesn't mean it's mythology hmm. we require qualification <coughs> purport the supreme personality of godhead has his eternal form which cannot be seen by material eyes or mental speculation only by transcendental devotional service can one understand the transcendental form of the lord the comparison is made here to the qualifications for viewing the personal features of the sun god 
the sun god is a person who although not visible to our eyes is seen from the higher planets by the demigods whose eyes are suitable for seeing through the glaring sunshine that surrounds him see that how shall prabhu is explaining why the demigods can see because they can see through their eyes are suitable for seeing through the glaring sunshine that surrounds him it's so glaring you can't see him otherwise but they have eyes to see that we cannot comprehend how can anybody see you know the sunshine is too glaring we cannot and there's nothing there nobody can live there it's too hot we don't have eyes we don't have eyes to see the moon planet also properly that's why everybody all the scientists greatest the world's greatest scientists they are, they are concluding that oh moon has no life they have no eyes to see whereas the, the denizens of heaven they have the eyes suitable for seeing these personalities every planet has its own atmosphere according to the influence of the arrangement of material nature it is therefore necessary to have a particular type of bodily construction to reach a particular planet the inhabitants of earth may be able to reach the moon but the inhabitants of heaven can reach even the fiery sphere called the sun what is impossible for man on earth is easy for the demigods in heaven because of their different bodies similarly to see the supreme lord one must have the spiritual eyes of devotional service premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena bhakti vilochanena should be there bhakti vilochan the personality of god it is unapproachable by those who are habituated to speculation about the absolute truth in terms of experimental scientific thought without reference to the transcendental vibration what is transcendental vibration what is this <laughs> that means the mantra the hari krishna mantra the the all the shabda brahma the vedic literature this is transcendental vibration apaurusheya vedas are called apaurusheya they are not compiled by a purusha of this material world or a person of this material world apaurusheya beyond all the so called people of this world that means it has no imperfections because this it was not a creation of worldly people unlike those scientific theories and everything they are created by those so called scientists who are themselves defective but this is not a creation like that apaurusheya it doesn't mean it was created by impersonal something that is what the impersonalists will say oh purusha means a person apaurusheya means without a person it impersonal brahman actually created this how can somebody not a person create i mean write something how can something which doesn't have does not have a personality have a thought and express the thought in words in writing how doesn't doesn't hold any water this explanation doesn't hold water the explanation is that apaurusheya means he is not like any other person in this material world but he is the paramapurusha not like our like us adham purusha he is uttam purusha purushottam we are purushadham so the personality of godhead is unapproachable by those who are habituated to speculation about the absolute truth in terms of experimental scientific thought without reference to the transcendental vibration the ascending approach to the absolute truth ends in the realization of impersonal brahman and the localized paramatma but not the supreme transcendental personality what is the ascending approach arohapantha is ascending approach avarohapantha is descending approach ascending approach means we are trying to increase our knowledge based on our own faculty of senses and mental perception and intellectual abilities 
but descending pro <coughs> descending process is we receive the knowledge directly from the topmost source that is descending process avaroha pantha our knowledge here in krishna consciousness movement is perfect because we follow the avaroha pantha pantha means the path the method we follow the descending method of acquiring knowledge whereas the scientists they rely on their senses and you know try to gain more knowledge and more knowledge and more knowledge like that so it's very very imperfect first of all their senses are imperfect whatever knowledge they are gaining there is no surety that it's actually perfect in fact there is 99.9% is imperfect of whatever they have understood whatever little they have understood that they are using as technology but even the vast expanse of space they have no idea and that's just like one of the many countless universes and that whole countless of universes are just one fourth of the total creation of the total energies of the lord and the rest three fourths on the spiritual world how can they understand all this thing and how can they understand the person beyond all these things who owns all these energies spiritual and material they are far removed from the from the possibility of understanding the absolute truth hmm That's why it is said, Panthastukotishatavatsarasampradamyo vayorathapi manaso munipungavanam sopyastiyatprapadasimnyavishintyatatve govindamadipurusham tamaham bhajami So even we uh, go, for, go on speculating, Chiran Vichinman, for, for millions and trillions of years, we cannot understand anything about the Lord. Not even close. Hmm. the ascending approach to the absolute truth ends in the realization of impersonal brahman so the the people who follow this ascending path what is their ultimate realization what can they actually reach what is the pinnacle of their achievements that is that they will understand the impersonal features at most a little bit of the localized feature paramatma feature but bhagwan feature is absolutely impossible by the ascending process that is only possible by the descending process that means revelation that's why our scriptures are called revealed scriptures our scriptures shastra shri prabhupada always translated as revealed scriptures they are not concocted scriptures they are not fabricated scriptures they are revealed to us they are not they don't depend upon our qualification see if you if you read any book uh, you want to see who is the author because what is his qualification what is his reputation you want to see right this the qualification is that the sri bhagavan uvacha god himself is speaking and it doesn't depend upon anybody else's qualification so the shastra is 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 that um, that is the level from which shastra is coming down it's transcendental vibration uh, so we have to give give the highest respect to shastra mm. this we we see in the sikh religion they have guru granth sahib they respect it very you know it's very sacred so that is how we should also worship uh, we should revere these shastras because they are the doors for our liberation our trillions and trillions of years of struggle will come to an end if we open these books but if we keep them shut then the door of liberation is also shut what is that महत्दम द्वार आहुर्मुक्ते 
tamodwaram yoshitam sangya sangam anyway next verse 2.26 jnana yoga marge tare bhaje jaishab brahma atma rupe tare kare anubhav those who walk the paths of knowledge and yoga worship only him for it is him they perceive as the impersonal brahman and localized paramatma same again in different words it is said so those who are walking the paths of knowledge and yoga who are the ones who are walking the paths of knowledge and yoga the path of knowledge is by the brahmavadis the path of yoga is by the paramatmavadis in other words those who take to this brahman realization and paramatma realization um they worship him only so when they worship brahman when they worship paramatma they are actually worshiping lord narayana but in a avidhi purvakam it is not proper way without full understanding of his real opulences hmm. for those who are fond of mental speculation gyana marga or want to meditate in mystic yoga to find the absolute truth yoga marga must approach the impersonal effulgence of the lord and his partial representation which is paramatma super soul respectively such persons cannot realize the eternal form of the lord upasana bhede jani ishwar mahima atayeva surya tare tar dieta upama does one may understand the glories of the lord through different modes of worship as the analogy of the sun illustrates what is the analogy of the sun the light the globe the personality of the sun so these are the three different features of the sun and similarly we can understand the three different features of bhagwan of narayana 228 shay narayan krishner swarup abheda ekai vigraha kintu aakar vibheda श्री नारायण कृष्णर स्वरूप अभेद एक ई विग्रह किंतु आकार विभेद नारायण एंड श्री कृष्ण आर द सेम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड बट ऑल दो दे आर आइडेंटिकल देयर बॉडीली फीचर्स आर डिफरेंट नाउ वी आर गोइंग इनटू द नेक्स्ट फेज ऑफ द अंटिल नाउ इट वाज द सुप्रीमसी ऑफ लॉर्ड नारायण यू नो हाउ ही इज द सोर्स ऑफ ब्रह्म एंड परमात्मा नाउ इट इज अबाउट the differences between narayana and krishna yeah iho ta dvibhuja tiho dhare chari hatha chari hatha iho venu dhare tiho chakradika sath this personality of godhead shri krishna has two hands and holds a flute whereas the other narayana has four hands with conch wheel mace and lotus these are the bodily differences Purport. Narayana is identical to Sri Krishna. They are in fact the same person, manifested differently, like a high court judge who is differently situated in his office and at home. As Narayana, the Lord is manifested in with four hands, but as Krishna, he is manifested with two hands. But as Bhagavad Gita confirms, the two-handed form is even more pleasing than the four-handed form. As this way, Arjuna says, "Saumya Rupam." So. he he feels very much pass he felt very much pacified after the virat roop which is so ghastly universal form and then after that he changed to four handed form and finally the two handed form and that's when arjuna was completely pacified and his original relationship of friendship with the lord sprouted back again it was stifled by the enormous display of power 
in the Virat Rupa. But it became again, it again flourished when he showed his Saumya Rupa, which is the most beautiful form, the two-handed form of Krishna. So, um, Krishna evokes the natural love uh, without any tinge of the awe and veneration that comes with you know fantastic display of power that Lord Narayana displays and especially Virat Rupa displays. In that awe and veneration, everything other other all other moods become and go to the back seat. Awe and veneration just takes over completely and it doesn't uh, allow pure love to flow. <clears throat> That's why Arjuna was very pacified with the two-handed form, especially even after the four-handed form, the two-handed form gave him much more pleasure. Hmm. This is from where? 10.14.14. This is by Lord Brahma in the Brahma Stuti. This is uh, one of the series of prayers we should learn actually. I myself did not learn. So many things to actually learn. Very nice, nice shlokas are there. <clears throat> so, this is from 10.14.14. After, you know, the Brahma Vimohan Leela, when he stole the cowherd boys, after that, when he came back to apologize to the Lord, that's when he, he offered many prayers. This is one of those prayers. Narayanastam nahi sarva dehinam Atmasya dhisha khilaloka sakshi Narayanongam narabhujalayanat so this is beautiful verse. You see, very nice. Akhila Loka Sakshi. In the second line, last few verses, three words, you see. Atmasi Adhisha Akhila Loka Sakshi. He is the witness of everything that is happening on every single planet, material and spiritual. Nobody can run away from him. Akila Loka Sakshi. This is Paramatma feature. <clears throat> o Lord of Lords, you are the seer of all creation. You are indeed everyone's dearest life. Are you not therefore my father Narayana? Narayana refers to one whose abode is in the water, born from Nara. Garbhodakashai Vishnu. And that Narayana is your plenary portion all your plenary portions are transcendental they are absolute and are not creations of maya natavaiva maya tachapi satyam natavaiva maya that's why in, when in north india when somebody dies they say ram naam satya hai <laughs> so much so that if you say ram naam satya hai hey don't say that no we don't want any death in the family <laughs> they become <laughs> They become very, uh, you know, paranoid. They think Ram Nam Satyahe means somebody is going to die. <laughs> it does not mean that. Ram Nam Satyahe means Ram's name is the only truth. Everything else in this world is false. Why that is chanted when somebody dies? Because everybody is overtaken by grief. And to remind them that all this is temporary, all this is false, this is illusion. The reality is the name of Lord Ram. Ram, Nam, Satya, hey, to remind them that. Because if you speak big, big philosophy, hey, this is not your father, this is not your brother, don't worry, don't cry, you know, everybody will slap you. So they are not in a mood to even, you know, listen to all this philosophy. Of course, advanced devotees will listen. But 
those are not advanced you know instead of negative propaganda against their family member <laughs> there is positive reminder of the name of ram it is to encourage them to chant the holy name not just when somebody passed away but to take that as an impetus and you know in the whole life incorporate in the whole life as a daily schedule ram naam satya hai so that's why we chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare so we're chanting every day this is satya it is not maya tachapi satyam natavaiva maya everything else means maya but ram naam satya hai and similarly krishna narayana they are actually reality hmm. <clears throat> they are absolute and are not creations of maya neither is the name of krishna also or lord the name of lord ram or narayana is a creation of maya because abhinnatvan nama namino there is no difference between narayana and his name so narayana is absolute and his plenary portions krishna and his plenary portions are all absolute and so are their names all of them are not creations of maya that's why they are satya satyam param dhimahi purport this statement which is from shrimad bhagavatam 10.14.14 was spoken by lord brahma in his prayers to lord krishna after the lord had, after the lord had defeated him by displaying his mystic powers brahma had tried to test lord krishna to see if he was really the supreme personality of godhead playing as a coward boy brahma stole all the other boys and the calves from the pasturing grounds but when he returned to the pastures he saw that all the boys and calves were were still there for lord krishna had created them all again okay let's pause for a while here you see this is a good lesson to learn from this pastime of brahma vimohan leela that sometimes you know like brahma he stole the cowherd boys and the calves from krishna that did not diminish krishna's power to enjoy he expanded himself as those <laughs> coward boys and calves and he continued to pass time his leela will never be interrupted by our so called intervention similarly his movement sometimes some people try to harm this movement this krishna consciousness movement whether they be outsiders or insiders hmm. they may try to harm like in iskon um prabhupada's own disciples but they try to harm but the movement of chaitanya mahaprabhu because chaitanya mahaprabhu said um what is that prithivityach jatanagaradigram sarvatra prachar hoyve murnam my name will be chanted all in every prithivityach jatanagaradigram every town and village of this world that there is on this planet my name will be chanted he, because he said that it is bound to happen now when somebody you know steals all the uh, properties or you know the seemingly the whole movement like what iskon has done it seem it is like this brahma vimohan you know he is trying to um, he tried to steal all the calves and see if krishna can still function so maya or kali the personality of kali is also trying his best oh let me take away all this you know and see if chaitanya mahaprabhu's prediction will still come true i will make sure my my uh, power is uh, supreme i will make sure that nobody will chant hari krishna so kali enters the movement in the form of these you know kali chelas 
the disciples of Kali, they are not disciples of Krishna. And they come in, infiltrate and play the Trojan horse. And then they come in, you know what is a Trojan horse? Anyway, that's another thing. (laughs) But then they come in, infiltrate and then try to take out the very so-called vital aspects of the movement and see whether Chaitanya Mahaprabhu can still, you know, stand on his own, whether his movement can stand. But his movement will stand. Just like Krishna has again brought back all the everything by his own potency. So we may try to be smart, outsmart Krishna, but we will be outsmarted. Uh, so that is what Brahma Vimohan Leela is all about and Krishna showed Brahma. And through Brahma he showed us. A person as intelligent as Brahma cannot be will to me. What are others? All these small, small Brahma has four heads, is managing the universe. He can he has no idea what is my power. And what to speak of all these small, small whether personality of Kali or this or that or whatever. So we have to be in the um mission of Krishna serving him, not trying to um, you know go against this movement. Nothing will stop his movement, but if we go against his movement, we will be punished. We will be termed amongst the Asuras. We will be counted amongst the Asuras. But if we serve him favorably, Anukulyana Krishna Anushilanam, if we serve him favorably, not that he depends on our favorable service and he is affected by our unfavorable uh, infiltration or you know um, intervention, but for our good, if we do Anukulyana Krishna Anushilanam, that is Bhakti Ruttama and we will become candidates to receive the Lord's mercy and serve him eternally. So that is the whole point. So his thing, his mission will go on. But it is not that, oh, let it go on. And then, you know, I will just, you know, sit down and watch the fun. And I want to see how Lord Chaitanya actually shows his mercy and takes this movement forward. Well, the mercy is that he is giving us the chance to do it. Giving, I mean, putting on a show of, as if he needs our service. Just like the deity, the Archa Vigraha. He is standing there. Krishna is standing there. Just standing. He could dress himself, right? Every day he can change his dress. Why five pujaris must, you know, ten pujaris or whatever, they go inside and dress the deities, clean him and everything. He can't do himself. I am taking my own bath. Krishna is supreme personality of everybody and he cannot take his own bath. And why, first of all, he needs a bath? Is he dirty? So why are we doing all these things? Do we need to dress him? He cannot wear his own dress? He can. But he puts on a show as if he needs our help and please dress me please bathe me so when we do it ah we will we will become cleansed instead of you know attached to bodily i mean material bodies in this world you know being attracted by a woman or a woman being attracted by a man we can be attracted by the body of krishna because while dressing him we have to think or we have to always meditate on the different parts of the lord and see how to decorate all the different parts. So we are, you know, um, accustomed to think about the features of the Lord. And that meditation is what is, and dressing Him gorgeously and then enabling so many other people who come and say, wow, this is so nice. And their Krishna consciousness is also aroused. So this is service. So He can dress Himself, but He allows us to dress so that we can participate in His Leela. If you have nothing to do, <laughs> then we will just, you know, do what? Do what? He can do everything by himself. Then what will we do? 
we will be left to serve maya because we will have no more service in krishna consciousness so in order to to give us service uh, he you know shows himself as helpless similarly when we go ask uh, people for you know contributions or you know something like that it's as if you know we need you know the 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 help of all these people but again that's again an opportunity for them to serve krishna krishna can broadcast his glories everywhere like one of the indian man one indian guest he asked prabhupad if chaitanya mahaprabhu said that every town and village his name will be spread why didn't he spread himself he is supreme personality no he could have done it himself no everything why wait until you know, so many people get sinful activities and you know so many he if he could have done it 500 years ago you know something like that so so prabhupad said he left that job for me because chaitanya mahaprabhu wants to glorify his devotee um so in this way we have to understand all these intricacies mm. and when there is a seeming lack of uh you know how to say like when we come to the temple or when we when we see the devotional service if there is some lack of something like maybe this can be done in a better way or maybe it can be done faster with you know so instead of suggesting oh, prabhu i think you should do like this, why don't we offer that help so if something if we see a need that means it is not that oh these temple people are very inefficient you know they don't know how to do things you know i know how to do things i'll i'll advise them no it's not that if you see a need and if you identify that that is krishna's blessing on you that oh you are given some service now all so you can participate and you know uh, help in how to uh help the devotees serve the devotees and make it nice so even if it is crude like you know mango whether it is kachcha or whether it is you know pakka it is it's it's um, it's mango mango is tasty whether it is uh, unripe or ripe also both ways it is tasty but it, when it is ripe it is even more you know sweet and nice but even unripe stage it is mango so similarly spiritual life whether it is done in a, a kind of kind of a crude way or when it is when it is done in a sophisticated way it is devotional service but if you can do it nicely more smooth more you know so that is always desired we should serve the lord to the best of our abilities if we can extend our abilities yes we can we should definitely try to extend our abilities and serve the lord in a much better way and what is the best way well there is no boundaries there is no upper limit we can go on and on and on and on and on improving our service and there will never come a point where we'll okay this is the the way to serve the lord no there is always better way always better way. so there is no end to the improvement that we can make in our services so it is not that we should find fault with the temple when something is um so called amiss it's not actually amiss again when something is amiss it is krishna showing himself as helpless but it is a mercy just like there is a nice conversation that happened shri prabhupada and his very senior gbc disciples so one of them in the room he asked prabhupada Shri Prabhupad um Bhaktivinoda Thakur said that he is going to leave this world with his work unfinished. And then Prabhupada said yes so let's finish it. <laughs> so then he elaborated. Uh, that does not mean that oh he is unfinished and we are the ones who are now finishing it. We are the boss of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. No no no. <laughs> that is rubbish. And as soon as we become try to become boss of you know acharya then we'll become boss of the worm in the stool we will become the boss worm hmm so we 
so then Srila Prabhupada expanded on it. He said, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is Vaishnav. He is all-powerful. He could have done it all by himself. But he, when he said that he is leaving this world unfinished, that means he is giving us an opportunity to finish it. And that opportunity is a blessing for us so that we can serve. We can engage in service. Otherwise, we will have nothing to do. If Bhaktivinoda Thakur made the whole world Vaishnavas and everybody is pure devotee, we want into this world, what we will do? Nothing to do. So, to give us a chance, he seemingly presented a lack or a LSEK, I mean, a deficiency. A seeming deficiency. It's not a deficiency. It's an opportunity for us to serve. Hmm. Otherwise, even crude, so like Vanaras, you know, Ramachandra's um, Leela, the Vanaras very crude. They were stowing thrones, stowing, stowing thrones. Well, throwing stones. <laughs> they were they were throwing stones, uh, and trees. Whereas on the other side, Ravana's army, they were using such expert missiles that even the denizens of heaven, the Indra, could not match. You know, Ravana's son in the Meghnath, he 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 defeated Indra. You know, that is the level of I mean fighters they have. Ravana. Uh, Ramachandra said all crude, crude warriors, monkeys, not even human beings. So, but Lord, Lord Ramachandra accepted their service. Not only accepted their service, they won because of spiritual strength. So, crude, we cannot say whether oh, the crude or oh, they are not very sophisticated. Maybe, maybe, maybe if I would have been there, I should, I would have been the greatest archer there and you know killed all the. Huh? What? <laughs> if I would have been there, why we are not there? Because we don't qualify. Hmm. <clears throat> so, in, in Arjuna's case, he was the most sophisticated warrior. But in Ramachandra's time, nobody was a sophisticated warrior. But they won. Because mercy of Lord Ramachandra. So, the Krishna's mercy will always push us through. But if we can improve our service and serve Krishna in even better ways. That's why it is said, Lakshavriteshu, um, Lakshmi Sahasra Shata Sambrahma Sevyamanam. What is this Sambrahma? Let's go to that word. Hmm? Sambrahma with great respect. Sevyamanam. See? Serving the Sahasra, Lakshmi Sahasra Shata. Millions and millions of Lakshmis are serving the Lord with great respect, Sambrahma. Respect means what? You want to do the best for him, right? That is respect. Respect. If some big, big person, suppose the Prime Minister come, walks into your house, how you will treat him? Ah, hello, Prime Minister. Okay. How? Oh, fine. Okay, good. Uh, will we say like that? No, we don't say like that. Ah, Prime Minister, come, 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 come. And then we clean everything and you know, make him seated. I mean, we bring all kinds of presentations to him. And, I mean, respect. The best possible reception, whatever is possible within our means. That, in fact, not just what is possible within our, we just go a little bit extra also, right? That is the respect. That is so sambrahma sevyamanam. So that's for that reason we have to improve our services hmm. for our good because we have to do with even more respect, with even even more efficiency, you know, like that. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, let's go back. So Brahma had tried to test Lord Krishna to see if he were the real, if he were really the supreme personality of Godhead playing as a cowherd boy. Brahma stole all the other boys and their calves from the pasturing grounds, but when he returned to the pastures, he saw that all the boys and calves were still there. 
for Lord Krishna had created them all again. When Brahma saw this mystic power of Lord Krishna's, he admitted defeat and offered prayers to the Lord, addressing him as the proprietor and seer of everything in the creation and as a super soul who is within each and every living entity and is dear to all. That Lord Krishna is Narayana, the father of Brahma, because Lord Krishna's plenary expansion, Garbhodakashaya Vishnu, after placing himself in the Garbha ocean, created Brahma from his own body. Mahavishnu is the causal in the causal ocean and Kshirodakashaya Vishnu, the super soul in everyone's heart, are also transcendental expansions of the Supreme Truth. So this is to prove the point that Krishna is the same as Narayana. Because Brahma actually said that. So he is quoting that evidence here. Shishu Vatsa Hari Brahma Kori Aparad Aparad Kshamayate Magen Prasad After Brahma had offended Krishna by stealing his playmates and calves, he begged the Lord's pardon for his offensive act and prayed for the Lord's mercy. Tomar Nabhi Padma Hoyte Amar Janmodoy Tumi Pitamaha Ami Tomar Tanoy I took birth from the lotus that grew from your navel. Thus, you are both my father and my mother. Sorry, Tumi Pita, not Maha. Tumi Pita Mata, Ami Tomar Tanai. Okay, yeah. Thus, you are both my father and my mother, and I am your son. So, please excuse me, in that way he was saying. Pita Mata Balaker Naloy Aparad, Aparadhak Shama More Koroha Prasad. Parents never take seriously the offenses of their children. I therefore beg your pardon and ask for your benediction. Krishna Kohena Brahma Tumar Pita Narayan Ami Gopa Tumi Koiche Amar Nandan Sri Krishna said, O Brahma, your father is Narayan, but I am a I am but a cowherd boy. How can you be my son? Your father is Narayan. I am just a cowherd boy. Because that's what Brahma thought. Brahma thought this is a cowherd boy, not that same Narayan. So he's just putting the argument again. In fact, although it is not exactly mentioned like this in the Bhagavatam, but even by the activity of Krishna presenting himself as a cowherd boy, this is the exact uh, understanding that Brahma had when he saw Krishna. Oh, this is just a gopa. So, just by his activities, he he spoke, I mean, to Brahma. Ami gop, tumi kecha amar nandan. So, of course, he says this uh, uh, conversation actually took place. So, of course, pure devotees, you know, they know all these intricate pastimes. So, you see, Brahma Bolin, Tumi Kina Hau Narayan, Tumi Narayan, Shunatahar Karan. Brahma Bolin, Tumi Kina Hau Narayan, Tumi Narayan, Shunatahar Karan. Brahma replied, Are you not Narayan? You are certainly Narayan. Please listen as I state the proofs. So, this Brahma presenting the proofs that Krishna is Narayana is what Krishna Das Kavraj Goswami has stated here as the uh, explanation of this Bhagavatam verse just now that Brahma has uh, um, quoted in his, uh, I mean, Brahma has chanted. Prakrita Prakrita Srishtiye Jata Jeevarup Prakrita 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 Srishtiye Jata Jeevarup Tahar Jayatma Tumi Mulasvarup All the living beings within the material and spiritual worlds are ultimately born of you, for you are the super soul of them all. 
purport. The cosmic manifestation is generated by the interaction of the three modes of material nature. The transcendental world has no such material modes. Although it is nevertheless full of spiritual variegatedness, in that spiritual world there are also innumerable living entities who are eternally liberated souls engaged in transcendental loving service to Lord Krishna. The conditioned souls who remain within the material cosmic creation are subjected to the threefold miseries and pangs of material existence or material nature. They exist in different species of life because they are eternally averse to transcendental loving devotion to the Supreme Lord. Sankarshan is the original source of all living entities because they are all expansions of his marginal potency. Some of them are conditioned by material nature whereas others are under the protection of the spiritual nature. The material nature is a conditional manifestation of spiritual nature, just as smoke is a conditional stage of fire. Smoke is dependent on fire, but in a blazing fire there is no place for smoke. Smoke disturbs, but fire serves. The serving spirit of the residents of the transcendental world is displayed in five varieties of relationships with the Supreme Lord, who is the central enjoyer. The smoke disturbs us, whereas a fire serves our purpose, right? We light a fire not to get the smoke out of it. We light the fire to get generate heat or to cook or to do yajna. There, there are many uses of fire. Fire actually serves our purpose, whereas smoke is the disturbance that is a side effect of fire, which we don't really want. But it is there as a natural concomitant factor. But that's not what we are after. We are after the fire which actually serves our purpose so that's why he said smoke disturbs but fire serves the serving spirit of the residents of the transcendental world is displayed in five varieties of relationships with the supreme lord who is the central enjoyer in the material world everyone is a self-centered enjoyer of mundane happiness and distress one considers himself the lord of everything and tries to enjoy the illusory energy but he is not successful because he is not independent he is but a minute particle of the energy of Lord Sankarshan. All living beings exist under the control of the Supreme Lord, who is therefore called Narayana. Next, 2.37. ghatakuler As the earth is the original cause and shelter of all pots made of earth. So you are the ultimate cause and shelter of all living beings so that means original cause means from the earth all pots are manifested like if you make an earthen pot or even brass pot or iron pot or gold pot silver pot everything is coming from the earth only so whatever pots we are making here came from the earth so that is why it is a cause of all pots and then it is a shelter of all pots what is the shelter that means when the pots again become unmanifested when the earthen pot is broken up it becomes again mud again the shelter it goes back it takes shelter of the earth again it becomes you know merged with the earth again so earth is the cause and ultimately the shelter also so similarly you are the ultimate cause and shelter of all living beings Brahma is saying to um, Krishna. Purport. As the vast earth is the source for the ingredients of all earthen pots, so the supreme soul is the source for the complete substance of all individual living entities. 
the cause of all causes the supreme personality of godhead is the cause of the living entities this is confirmed in the bhagavad gita 7.10 where the lord says bijam bijam mam sarvabhutanam i am the seed of all living entities and the and in the upanishads which say nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam the lord is the supreme leader among all the eternal living beings the lord is the reservoir of all cosmic manifestation animate and inanimate the advocates of vishishtadvaitavad philosophy explain the vedanta sutra by saying that although the living entities entity has two kinds of bodies subtle consisting of mind intelligence and false ego and gross consisting of the basic five basic elements and although he does lives in three bodily dimensions gross subtle and spiritual he is nevertheless a spirit soul so what is it, what is this vishishtadvaitavad that is ramanujacharya's uh sri sampradaya philosophy like we have achintya bheda bheda tatva so they are vishishta advaita tatva so that is their understanding they are <clears throat> not their un- it is not different understanding it is the same understanding termed differently vishishta advaita means vishishta advaita advaita means non dual <clears throat> but vishishta means it is full of variety although being non dual because duality means there is variety big and small hot and cold you know boss and employee father and son so in this way there is everything duality and there is in this creates so much variety under the three modes of material nature but advaita means there is no duality there is no material modes acting but still there is vishishta um and especially vishishta means qualitative oneness vishishta advaita means qualitative oneness in quality yes we are one with the lord but again in quantity we are different hmm so that is vishishtadvaitavad philosophy so in the ramanujacharya's um i mean sri sampradaya sri bhashya they explain the veda vedanta sutra by saying that although the living entity has two kinds of bodies subtle and gross and although he lives he does lives in three bodily dimensions gross subtle and spiritual he is nevertheless a spiritual soul similarly the supreme personality of godhead who emanates the material and spiritual worlds is the supreme spirit so that means just like we have bodies we have gross body subtle body and then we are the spiritual person and these coverings are there so similarly the material and spiritual worlds are like the gross and subtle body of the supreme spirit the um, <clears throat> the subtle body is like the you know the spiritual world and then the gross body is like the material world so in that way the supreme spirit he is the source of these two just as we are the source of our subtle and gross bodies as an individual spirit soul is almost identical to his gross and subtle bodies so the supreme lord is almost identical to the material and spiritual worlds <laughs> what is this almost identical at least we think we are hmm so our our existence is very tightly um, bonded together right as an individual spirit soul is almost identical to his gross and subtle body so the supreme lord is almost identical to the material and spiritual worlds the material world full of conditioned souls trying to lord it over matter hmm is a manifestation of the external energy of the supreme lord and the spiritual world full of perfect servitors of the lord is a manifestation of his internal energy 
since all living entities are minute sparks of the supreme personality of godhead he is the supreme soul in both the material and spiritual worlds the vaishnavas following lord chaitanya stress the doctrine of achintya bheda bheda tattva which states that the supreme lord being the cause and effect of everything is inconceivably simultaneously one with his manifestations of energy and different from them so just like the subtle and gross body is a covering of us so the spiritual and material world is covering of the supreme lord and he is not different from them because there is energies just like fire has heat light and smoke so fire is the source of all these but heat and light they serve some constructive purpose whereas smoke is usually a disturbance so similarly the living entities in this material world or this material world in fact is compared to the smoke which is actually a disturbance i mean <clears throat> it's not a disturbance to the lord but it's not the desire i mean the, the living entities here are not in their desired states of consciousness they are not in their constitutional states they are in disturbed state and they don't work in cooperation they don't serve a purpose they don't serve the lord they are antagonistic they are disturbing but of course for the lord this is also another arena of leela for him because when he wants to become angry he doesn't become angry in the spiritual world he comes on to this material world to become to show his past time of anger and his anger is perfect because he uses the anger to save his devotees and that is how we should use our anger anyway there is perfect use of anger so in this way we have to understand nar shabde kahe sarv jiver nichoy ayan shabde te kahe tahar ashray the word nara in the definition of narayana is said here the word nara refers to the aggregate of all the living beings nara nara means man of course nara also means the, the supreme person who is a garbhodaka shai vishnu but nara generally means man or living entities and nara uh, naranam naranam means plural now instead of, um okay for example um plural means like counting all of them but to group all of them under one and give them a name that like for example uh, indians means all the uh, people of india as individuals but when we say uh, india is not happy with uh, say now politically something is going on india and china some dispute so india is not happy with china so what does it mean by india it's a collective reference of all indians it's a collective reference that's what i want to say yeah collective collectively refer to them as one group one unit so nara nara means one singular naranam means plural but all the living entities put together as one unit that is called nara refers to the aggregate of all the living and living beings the collective reference of all the uh, uh, spirit souls there is nara so and the word ayana refers to the refuge of them all so narayana means the refuge of the aggregate of all living entities atayev tumi hao mool narayan ei ek hetu shun dvitiya karan 
you are there for the original narayan this is one reason please listen as i state the second so in other words <clears throat> he established that first reason why krishna is the source of all narayan uh, because you know he first of all he said you know you are my father you know who is who there is one reason and you are the you know source of everybody uh, refuge of everybody now second you are therefore the original narayan this is one reason please listen as i state the second because narayan is the owner of all the potencies right all the energies now krishna displayed that all the energies by manifesting all the cowherd boys and calves and that shows that you know even brahma was bewildered you see brahma himself is a mystic champion in this whole uh, universe he is a champion of mystic powers i mean he created the entire universe with his mystic powers so if he is bewildered that means you just see what is the amount of uh, magic that krishna had created at that point of time when he manifested when he manifested all these cowherd boys and calves he did not manifest like, like 20 20 cowherd boys and like like you know 120 calves no millions there's no count of the number of cowherd boys and the number of calves that he manifested there was no count nobody can count them even trillions 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 of trillions is not a proper count that many hmm. so that many he manifested in a moment and he continued his pastimes without a interruption hmm. nobody could nobody can uh, foil the plan of krishna in other words hmm. and by that he showed because from him he generated all these so he is the aggregate of you know he is a source and shelter of everybody narayana that's one reason now the second reason jiver ishwar purushadi avatar taha shava hoyte tumar aishwarya apar the direct lords of the living beings are the purusha incarnations but your opulence and power are more exalted than theirs now another claim declaration he is now stating that krishna's power and opulence are more than the power of the purusha avatars that means more than karanodakshay vishnu garbhodakshay vishnu and kshirodakshay vishnu more than all of them <coughs> of course all of them are same karanodakshay vishnu garbhodakshay vishnu shirodakshay vishnu all are same narayan only so but here he is saying but your opulence and power are more exalted than theirs all this why why is you know why are we discussing all these things to establish the position of krishna and then to state that chaitanya mahaprabhu is equal to this krishna who is the source of all these things so to establish the position of chaitanya mahaprabhu krishna's position is being studied in minute detail अतएव अधीश्वर तुम्हें सर्वपिता तुम्हार शक्ति ते तारा जगत रक्षिता देर फॉर यू आर द प्राइमिवल लॉर्ड द ऑरिजिनल फादर ऑफ एवरी वन दे द पुरुषर्स आर प्रोटेक्टर्स ऑफ द यूनिवर्सल्स ऑफ द यूनिवर्सेस बाय योर पावर दिस इज स्टेटेड इन द ब्रह्म संहिता आल्सो एंड इन द भागवतम आल्सो देन नेक्स्ट नारेर अयन जाते खर पालन अतएव हाउ तुम्हें मूल नारायण 
since you protect those who are the shelters of all living beings you are the original narayana because you narayan <coughs> narer ayan <laughs> the shelters of all living beings that is narayan because you protect those who are the shelters of all living beings means you protect the three purushavatars three purushavatars also are coming from you are are your subsets or are your planetary portions therefore you are the original narayan narer ayan jate karo palan atay bhav tumhi mool narayan narayan means who you know uh, shelter give shelter to all the people all the souls and you give shelter to the shel- givers of shelters of all the souls you give shelter to narayan who give shelter to everybody else that's why you are mool narayan adi narayan <coughs> purport the controlling deities of the living beings in the mundane world are the three purushavataras but the potent energy displayed by shri krishna is far more extensive than that of the purushas shri krishna is therefore the original father and lord who protects all creative manifestations through his various um, planetary portions since he sustains even the shelters of the collective living beings there is no doubt that shri krishna is the original narayan now he says tritiya karan shuno shri bhagwan ananta brahmanda bahu vaikunthadi dham oh my lord o supreme personality of godhead kindly hear my third reason there are countless universes and fathomless transcendental vaikunthas इथे जत जीवतार त्रैकालिक कर्म ताहा देख साक्षी तुम्ही जान शब मम जान शब मर्म बोथ इन दिस मेटेरियल वर्ल्ड एंड इन द ट्रांसेंडेंटल वर्ल्ड यू सी ऑल द डीड्स ऑफ ऑल लिविंग बीइंग्स इन द पास्ट प्रेजेंट एंड फ्यूचर सिंस यू आर द विटनेस ऑफ ऑल सच डीड्स यू नो द एसेंस ऑफ एवरीथिंग in the bhagavad gita also krishna said what vedaham samatitani vartamani cha tavacharjuna bhavishyani cha bhutani mantu vedana kashana chapter 7 text 26 i know the past present and future of everything in fact he said to arjuna also bahuni me vyatitani janmani tavacharjuna tani aham veda sarvani natvam metha parantapa i remember all the births that i have taken and you have also been with me but you do not remember i remember see and not only arjuna and krishna he knows of every one of us okay yeah? all the worlds exist oh, sorry this is we haven't read them okay 2.45 tumar darshane sarva jagater sthiti tumi na dekhile karo nahi sthiti gati all the worlds exist because you oversee them none can live move or have their being without your supervision without the supervision of the lord there's nothing that can actually take place it means everything that is taking place is by the supervision of the lord narer ayan jate kar darshan taha teo hoy tumi mool narayan you oversee the wanderings of all living reason all living beings for this reason also you are the primeval lord narayan see in both this material and spiritual world you oversee the wanderings of course as a paramatma feature he does that but krishna paramatma is only in this material world but in the spiritual world there is no paramatma feature of the lord 
there bhagwan feature even there also he is seeing everything the wanderings of all living beings um so that's why he is the source of all the purusha avatars as well narer ayan jate kare kar darshan tahatyo hoy tumi mul narayan the third reason purport shri krishna in his paramatma feature lives in the hearts of all living beings in both the transcendental and mundane creations so here it is said both transcendental and mundane creations you see whereas in other the other verse that we saw the other time is there in the uh, mundane world and not in the transcendental world so there is some you know this kind of explanation but it doesn't matter <laughs> it is not a hey, how this is a contradiction it's not because the function of paramatma is already done by the bhagwan it's not that oh, he's not there as paramatma he's missing he's not missing as bhagwan he's there just like when um krishna was dancing with the gopis he was with each and every gopi there when in the dwarka also he was with each and every queen similarly he's in with each and every one of us even here and in the spiritual world also every devotee like vaikuntha planets are so big you know how big they are you know this earth is big if you take the whole universe with all the millions of planets that is just one universe now there are trillions and trillions and trillions and countless numbers of universes similarly like us and ours is actually the smallest there are big big universes now all of them put together is the material world now each and every one of the innumerable vaikuntha planets in the spiritual world is infinitely bigger than the entire material world each and every planet vaikuntha planet and goloka vrindavan the highest vaikuntha planet is so big that it is bigger than all the vaikunthas combined now just try to imagine how big is the place now if it is that big if krishna is only in one place all the others will be missing him right but no they don't miss him they have intimate relation with krishna even in such a huge place you know let's try to imagine how because personally he is with every every one of them at the same time premanjana churita bhakti vilochana santas sadaiva hridayesh vilokayant the pure devotee always see him not that oh he is so far away i am on the other side of the golokrindavan he is on the other side you know i am missing him no so therefore paramatma feature that he is already there it's not that he is missing or something but technically it is said like that that paramatma feature is in this material world we have read that right last week we have read that in one of the purports hmm. so anyway <laughs> bhakta virendra is asking is it raining in singapore now yes you can hear the rain it is raining indeed so um okay so purport shri krishna in his paramatma feature lives in the hearts of all living beings in both the transcendental and mundane creations as the paramatma he witnesses all actions the living beings perform in all phases of time namely past present and future okay let's go back to the other reference so that it's right here in the context um the fair you know you see adilila chapter 2 text 10 here in the purport shri prabhupada explains 
the example the lord deputes himself in the state of super soul to supervise the arrangements of such material en- enjoyment the example of a temporary fair is quite appropriate in this connection if the citizens of a state assemble in a fair to enjoy for a short period the government deputes a special officer to supervise it such an officer is invested with all governmental power and therefore he is identical with the government when the fair is over there is no need for such an officer and he returns home the paramatma is compared to such an officer hmm. so his officer um his officer you know in the material world directing the whole uh, the drama here so here it is said like that and there it is said that he is there in the transcendental world also anyway there is no contradiction in such statements because everything is possible everything can exist in coexist in harmony all kinds of explanations in the lord because he is the reservoir of everything hmm. so <coughs> oh vanajakshi mataji is saying it's not raining in changi so changi is one place in singapore yeah the airport is in changi yeah so yeah here it is like that although it is such a small country some parts of the city gets rain some parts of the city doesn't get rain like that anyway now as paramatma he witnesses the actions of all act- all actions uh, the living beings perform in all phases of times uh, time namely past present and future sri krishna knows what the living beings have done for hundreds and thousands of past births you see and he sees what they are doing now therefore he knows the results of their present actions that will fructify in the future as stated in the bhagavad gita the entire cosmic situation is created as soon as he glances over the material energy nothing can exist without his superintendence since he sees even the abode where the collective living beings rest he is the original narayana <coughs> <coughs> टू डॉट फोर्टी सेवन कृष्ण कहेन ब्रह्मा तुम्हार ना बुझी वचन जीव हृदय जले वैशेष है नारायण कृष्णा सेठ ब्रह्मा आई कैनॉट अंडरस्टैंड वॉट यूर सेंग लॉर्ड नारायण इज ही हू सिक्स इन द हार्ट्स ऑफ ऑल लिविंग बींग्स एंड लाइज डाउन इन द वॉटर्स ऑफ द कारण ओशन ही इज नारायण आई एम जस्ट अ कवर्ड बॉय he already fooled him made him think that he was a coward boy now after realizing he is still testing him whether he has really understood my real position or not he is still re- reiterating the same point i am just a coward boy the narayan means the person the, the the person who from whom the universes are coming then brahma kohe jale jeeve jay narayan sheshav tumar amsha ei satya ei satya vachan Brahma replied what i have said is true the same lord narayan who lives on the waters and in the hearts of all living beings is but a plenary portion of you and that is actually stated in the brahma samhita yah karanarna vajale bhajati sma yoga nidram ananta jagadanda saroma kupam aadhara shaktim avalambya param samurtim govindam adi purusham tamaham bhajami see i adore the primeval lord govinda who assuming his gro- his own great subjective form who bears the name of shesha replete with the all accommodating potency and reposing in the causal ocean with the infinity of the world in the pores of his hair 
enjoys creative sleep yoga nidra so this is mahavishnu so i adore the primeval lord govinda who assuming his own great subjective form so it is from him that the thing um, mahavishnu has come from govinda from krishna कारणाधिगर्भोदक क्षीरोदक शाई माया द्वारे सृष्टि करे ताते शब माई द कारणोदक द कारणोदक शाई गर्भोदक शाई एंड क्षीरोदक शाई फॉर्म्स ऑफ नारायण ऑल क्रिएट इन कोऑपरेशन विद द मेटीरियल एनर्जी इन दिस वे दे आर अटैच टू माया शे तीन जलशाई सर्व अंतर्यामी ब्रह्मांड वृंदेर आत्मा जय पुरुष नामी these three vishnus lying in the water are the super soul of everything the super soul of all the universes is known as the first purusha the super soul of all the aggregate of all universes is the first purusha which is the mahavishnu okay he is also the, all three of them are super souls but there are three super souls of different different aspects so the first purusha which is the mahavishnu is the super soul of all the aggregate of all universes नेक्स्ट हिरण्य गर्भेर आत्मा गर्भोदशाई हिरण्य गर्भेर आत्मा गर्भोद गर्भोदकशाई व्यष्टि जीव अंतर्यामी क्षीरोदकशाई श्री शैतीन जलशाई सर्वंतर्यामी ब्रह्मांड वृंदेर आत्मा जय पुरुष नामी फर्स्ट वन इज द सुपर सोल ऑफ ऑल यूनिवर्सिस हिरण्य गर्भेर आत्मा गर्भोदकशाई व्यष्टि जीव अंतर्यामी क्षीरोदकशाई गर्भोदकशाई विष्णु इज द सुपर सोल ऑफ द एग्रीगेट ऑफ लिविंग एंटिटीज विद इन द यूनिवर्स इनफैक्ट ही इज बिकॉज एज गर्भोदकशाई विष्णु ही इज इन एवरी सिंगल यूनिवर्स एवरी सिंगल यूनिवर्स सो एज मेनी यूनिवर्स आर देर दैट मेनी गर्भोदकशाईज आर देर एंड दैट मेनी क्षीरोदकशाईज आर देर एंड क्षीरोदकशाई विष्णु गोज इन टू ईच एंड एवरी लिविंग एंटिटी एंड दैट मेनी टाइम्स ही एक्सपैंड हिमसेल्फ एज अ सुपर सोल एज मेनी लिविंग एंटिटीज आर देर इन दैट यूनिवर्स So you see, Karanodakshaya is one. Garbhodakshaya Vishnu is already infinite, and Shirodakshaya Vishnu is infinite times infinite, because in each universe there are infinite living entities. So that many expansions in Shirod. So it's not like just like three Purushas means only three. No, he expands himself into infinite as many living entities there are in the material world. <clears throat> he expands himself into more than their number. Why? How? How come? Because <clears throat> how many living entities are there in this universe? Suppose just for calculation, hundred living entities are there in this universe. Okay, so he is as Paramatma. He is with sitting with all these hundred living entities in their heart. So hundred, and then there is the Garbhodaka Shaya Vishnu in each universe, hundred and one, and then there is the Karanodaka Shaya Vishnu, hundred and two, hundred and two Vishnus for hundred living entities. Now just imagine, how many? Suppose there are thousand universes, and each of them have thousand living entities. Now he is in thousand and one forms in the. In fact, he is there in every single atom that we have not counted. <laughs> so, the number of expansion of the supreme lord is more, far outnumbers the number of living entities in the in the material universe. That many. Uh, avatars i mean that many forms of the lord are there at the same time 
so that's how you see how extensively he is taking care of us personally he is you know um, watching us personally he is providing for us although we can't see him of course he does his through his agency of maya but he is supervising everything and that's why he is called paramatma ए सभार दर्शनेते आछे माया गंध तुरीय कृष्णेर नाही मायार संबंध सुपरफिशियली वी सी दैट दीस पुरुषस हैव अ रिलेशनशिप विद माया बट अबव देम इन द फोर्थ डायमेंशन इज लॉर्ड कृष्णा हु हैज नो कांटेक्ट विद द मटेरियल एनर्जी परपोर्ट द थ्री पुरुषस कारणोदकशाय विष्णु गर्भोदकशाय विष्णु एंड शिरोदकशाय विष्णु ऑल हैव अ रिलेशनशिप विद द मटेरियल एनर्जी कॉल्ड माया बिकॉज़ थ्रू माया दे क्रिएट द मटेरियल कॉस्मोस these three purushas who lie on the karana garbha and kshira oceans respectively are the super soul of everything that be karanodakshaya vishnu is the super soul of the collective universes garbhodakshaya vishnu is the super soul of the collective living beings and the kshirodakshaya vishnu is the super soul of all individual living entities because all of them are somehow attracted to the affairs of the material energy they can be said to have some affection for maya but the transcendental position of shri krishna himself is not even slightly tinged by maya his transcendental state is called turiya or the fourth dimensional stage fourth dimension in in many ways fourth dimension means first of all there are three modes he is beyond these three modes he is in the fourth shuddha sattva and other three dimensions is a uh, you know length breadth and height that means all space is 3d but he is in 4d uh, fourth dimension It means he is not contained by material space at the same time he can come inside this material space that is the inconceivable nature of the lord so the impersonalists they cannot understand <clears throat> if he cannot be contained within the material space that means he is he is impersonal he doesn't have a shape form no he has a shape in the fourth dimension turiya turiya guna sampannam nanaguna manoharam uh, very attractive qualities he has in the fourth dimension and he is he can make himself available within the three dimensions although he is not contained within it this is very inconceivable for our tiny useless brains to comprehend so therefore we just have to accept it achintya khaluye bhavan atam starkena yojayet we cannot measure the supreme lord who is way beyond our you know comprehension within our intellect Okay. so this is uh, this is the uh, existence of krishna <clears throat> so what is this verse sanskrit where is this from oh this is a quotation from sridhar swami's commentary on the 11th canto 15th chapter verse 16 of shrimad bhagavatam you see where all what kind of places the, the evidence is gleaned and then put here for us to study wow amazing 11 15 no? 16 of shrimad bhagavatam not to not the verse shridhar swami's bhashya of bhagavatam what is that virad hiranya garbhascha karanam chetyupadhayah ishasya yatribhirhinam turiyam yat turiyam tat prachakshate <coughs> turiyam tat prachakshate
<coughs> in the material world, the Lord is designated as Virat, Hiranyagarbha and Karana. But beyond these three designations, the Lord is ultimately in the fourth dimension. So this is another 3D. Virat, Hiranyagarbha and Karana. These are the three dimensions that he is existing in the material world, but the Lord is ultimately in the fourth dimension, in the spiritual dimension. Virat, the phenomenal manifestation of the Supreme Whole. Hiranyagarbha, the numinous soul of everything, means the spiritual soul of everything. And Karana, the cause or causal nature, are all but designations of the Purushas who are responsible for material creation. The transcendental position surpasses these designations and is therefore called the position of the fourth dimension. This is the quotation from Sridhar Swami's commentary on the 11th canto, 15th chapter, verse 16 of Srimad Bhagavatam. <clears throat> now, to say that the Lord or God is creator is not actually the full glory of God. Because creator means again only this material world. What about the spiritual world? So when we say creator, we are referring to him in reference to this material world only. But the spiritual world is far, far, far more extensive than the material world. And there he is known, not known as creator because there is no creation there. There he is, act, he is acting in his transcendental leelas. So that's why Krishna, the all-attractive, that is a perfect name. Of course, he has many other names in conjunction with his devotees. Those are all even higher stages of name of God. Because here it is in reference to the material world. Every name is same. But at the same time the reference. So when we say creator. Yeah, he created the material world. That's why he is the creator. But that's not the full glory of God. Because other than creating this material world. And you know dealing with it. He has this other vast spiritual sky. And the spiritual world. Where he has innumerable pastimes with his devotees there. And all that glory is not presented by the word creator so therefore it's actually a stifling description of god it's not the complete description yadyapi tiner maya laya vyavahar tathapi tatsparshanahi sabhim maya par although these three features of the lord deal directly with the material energy none of them are touched by it so he's saying that it's not that they are contaminated Although they deal with the material energy, they are not touched by it. They are all beyond illusion, he's saying. So it is not that, you know, they are, you know, under Maya. No, that should not be mistaken. But they have some activity in connection with Maya. The Purushavatars, they are, yes, the creator. The Virat, the Hiranyagarbha and the, what is the other one? Virat, Hiranyagarbha. Oh, here only. <laughs> okay. And Karana. Okay. Virat, Hiranyagarbha and Karana. Next, 2.55. Uh, this is actually from the Srimad Bhagavatam 1.11.38. Etadishanam Ishasya Prakriti Sthopitat Gunaihe Nayujjate sadatmasthair yatha buddhis tadashraya.
this is the opulence of the Lord. Although situated in the material nature, he is never affected by the modes of nature. Similarly, those who have surrendered to him and fixed their intelligence upon him are not influenced by the modes of nature also. Same. This text is from Srimad Bhagavatam 1.11.38. Those who have taken shelter of the lotus feet of the personality of God do not identify with the material world even while living in it. Pure devotees may deal with the three modes of material nature but because of their transcendental intelligence in Krishna consciousness, they are not influenced by the material qualities. <clears throat> the spell of material activities does not attract such devotees. Therefore, the Supreme Lord and His devotees acting under Him are always free from material contamination. So, the Lord is never touched. Not only the Lord is never touched, the devotees who take shelter of Him are also not touched by Maya. Um, that is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. Um, what is that? Daivi Hyesha Gunamayi Mamamaya Duratya Mamevaya Prapadyante Mayamitam Tarantite the one who takes shelter of me rises above the influence of Maya. So how can the Lord be in Maya? Not possible, right? So he is never contaminated even in his Purusha expansions. But he, ha- he has some dealing with Maya. But Krishna is a source of even the Purushas. So he is beyond. He, he exhibits more transcendental pastimes in and his Vaikuntha planets and in the Golok Vrindavan. Which are not exhibited by Mahavishnu, Karnadakashaya Vishnu and Shirodakashaya Vishnu. By saying that, it's not that Karnadakashaya and uh, all somebody else. Again, they're the same Krishna only. <laughs> they're one and the different at the same time. One and different at the same time. Alright, so. Shaitin janer tumi paramashray tumi mool narayan ithe ki samshaya. You are the ultimate shelter of these three plenary portions. Thus, there is not the slightest doubt that you are the primeval Narayana. Brahma has confirmed, purport, Brahma has confirmed that Lord Krishna is the supreme, the source of the three manifestations known as Kshirodakashaya Vishnu, Garbhodakashaya Vishnu and Karanodakashaya Vishnu, Mahavishnu. For his pastimes, Lord Krishna has four original manifestations, namely Vasudeva, Sankarshan, Pradyumna and Aniruddha. The first Purushavatar, Mahavishnu, in the causal ocean, who is the creator of the aggregate material energy, is an expansion of Sankarshan. The second Purusha, Garbhodakashaya Vishnu, is an expansion of Pradyumna. And the third Purusha, Kshirodakashaya Vishnu, is an expansion of Aniruddha. All these are within the category of manifestations of Narayan, who is a manifestation of Sri Krishna. That's why the Brahma Samhita, that verse is there, Kala Vishesha. Uh, what is that? Yasyayaganishvasitakalamathavalambhajjivantilomavilajajagadandanatha Actually, it's portion of a portion that is called Kala. Hmm. Prabhupada explains in many other places. <coughs> so, all of these um, three Purushas, you see, it is said Karanadukashai is an expansion of Sankarshan, Garbhodukashai Vishnu is um, uh, expansion of Pradyumna, and Shirodukashai is expansion of Aniruddha. Um, but all of them, all the Vasudeva, Sankarshan, Pradyumna, Aniruddha, they are all coming from Narayana. 
and Narayana is coming from Krishna. So Kala, portion of a plenary portion. She tiner amshi paravyoma Narayan, teho tumar vilas tumi mool Narayan. The source of these three features is the Narayan in the spiritual sky. He is your Vilas expansion. Therefore, you are the ultimate Narayan. Again, there are there are Prabhav Vilas, Vaibhav Vilas. There is a, um, Prabhav Swarup. What is that? Vaibhav Swarup. Like this, there are so many types of different technical, uh, you know, varieties of expansions of the Lord. Okay. अतएव ब्रह्मवाक्य परव्योम नारायण तेहो कृष्णेर विलास ए तत्व विवरण therefore according to the authority of brahma the narayan who is the predominating deity in the transcendental world is but the vilas feature of krishna this has now been conclusively proved ei shloka tatva lakshan bhagavat sar paribhasha rupe ihar sar sarvatradhikar the truth indicated in this verse, text 30, which is actually the Bhagavatam verse of Lord Brahma. <clears throat> the truth indicated in this verse is the essence of Srimad Bhagavatam. This conclusion throughout synonym, uh, sorry, this conclusion through synonyms applies everywhere. So you see how this one prayer of Brahma, it is said that, it is said that this is the essence of the entire Bhagavatam. All the Bhagavatam is there in one shloka. See? This conclusion through synonyms applies everywhere. So this same thing is explained in different different ways in various slokas and various... But all that is said that in one verse by Brahma. Now how we understand, unless Krishnadas Kavraj Goswami actually points to that single verse, we will just take it as one of the verses, okay, we may even chant that verse, but you know the importance, the depth of explanation, you see how deeply they are going. So, Brahma Atma Bhagavan Krishner Vihar E Artha Najani Murkha Artha Koreyar. Not knowing that Brahma, Paramatma, and Bhagavan are all features of Krishna, foolish scholars speculate in various ways. So, this is the end of today's um, session. I mean, we will take question and questions and answers. I mean, questions now. But this is until where we are going to study today. Next. 61 onwards is uh, is refuting the argument that Narayana is the source of Krishna because some actually present the reasons why Narayana is actually source of Krishna. They try to prove that their point. So, the next section will be how to refute that argument. So, we will see that next week and now we will take any questions that are there. Okay, first question by Bhakta Virendra. Why do Vedas and most of the Upanishads give impersonal realization of God while epics like Ramayana, Mahabharata, Gita and Puranas give personal form of God realization? <clears throat> it is not impersonal, it is personal only. Even the Vedas and Upanishads, it is personal only. But they were indirectly presented. Therefore, philosophers like Shankaracharya they could manipulate the words of the Vedas and present their um, twisted interpretation of the Vedas. 
it is not the intended interpretation of the veda intended meaning of the vedas that's why arthoyam brahma sutranam the bhagavatam is the uh, commentary on the vedanta sutra by the same author vedanta sutra was written by vyasadeva and bhagavatam also by vyasadeva so arthoyam brahma sutranam actually that verse is there arthoyam brahma sutranam is actually from where huh? it is there in that list okay let me just see okay one, one second ha huh? just give me a moment give me a moment okay here it is this is actually this quote is found in the composition named bhagavat tatparya nirnay authored by shri madhvacharya in that composition he attributes this quote to the garuda puran the complete verse is also quoted by krishnadas kavraj goswami in chaitanya charitamrita madhya 25.143 uh, yes got it okay here we go arthoyam brahma sutranam bharatartha vinirnayah गायत्री भाष्यूपसौ वेदारिब्रह्मित पुराणनामूप साक्षागवतोदितादशस्कंधयुक्त शत विच्छेद संयुत ग्रंथोष्टादसहस्र श्रीमद्भागवता सॉरी श्रीमद्भागवता दीनिंग ऑफ द वेदांत सूत्र इज प्रेजेंट इन श्रीमद्भागवत arthoyam brahma sutranam the full purport of the mahabharata is also there the commentary of the brahma gayatri is also there and fully expanded with all vedic knowledge shrimad bhagavatam is a supreme purana and it was compiled by the supreme personality of godhead in his incarnation as vyasadeva there are 12 cantos 335 chapters and 18000 verses this is from garuda purana so in this way it is explained that so actually all vedas they point to the person only otherwise why the vaishnava acharyas when they comment on the vedanta sutra like ramanuja acharya for example how come he is coming up with a personal explanation uh, the, the vaishnavas can understand the vedanta sutra but the mayavadis they cannot understand having been perfectly fooled by shankaracharya so that is the how shankaracharya fooled them but he could not touch the bhagavatam he could not uh, even the bhagavad gita also they cannot maybe first six chapters they may try seventh chapter onwards they cannot even penetrate mayavadis because it's way too direct so that's why actually narad muni chastised vyasadeva why did you write indirectly it gives room for speculation it gives room for materialism write some literature now that is that will only describe the pastimes and glories of krishna uh, then he wrote bhagavatam 
नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन में भक्त वीरेंद्र भगवान कृष्णा ऑलवेज रिमेन कैशोर और फुल ब्लूमिंग यूथ नेवर क्रॉस सिक्सटीन ईयर्स ऑफ एज देन हाउ मेनी ईयर्स डिड चैतन्य महाप्रभु परफॉर्म हिज पैस टाइम्स ऑन अर्थ ही परफॉर्म फॉर फोर्टी एट ईयर्स ही वॉज हियर फॉर फोर्टी एट ईयर्स बट इन वैव बिकेम मिडल एज पर्सन लिटल बिट नो नो ही वॉज ऑलवेज यूथफुल ऑल्सो वेरी ब्यूटिफुल नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन में भक्त वीरेंद्र ओनली वेदिक लिटरेचर इज अपर शेय और रिवील वॉट अबाउट द लिटरेचर्स ऑफ अदर रिलीजन सच एज बाइबल कुरान आर दे नॉट रिवील स्क्रिप्चर्स वेल हियर वी हैव डायरेक्टली द वर्ड श्री भगवान वाच गॉड इज स्पीकिंग और व्यासदेव रोट इट एंड हु इज ही इनकारनेशन ऑफ गॉड एस्टैब्लिश बाय द शास्त्र बट सम स्क्रिप्चर्स दे से सम मैसेंजर हर्ड एंड देन ही सिक्सटी ईयर्स लेटर ही सोल्व ही टोल्ड समबडी एंड देन that messenger he wrote what he understood and then uh, i don't know how much uh, what is that um, what is that tenacity is that the word or uh, how much accuracy is there uh, you know but ours there's no such confusion hmm. and even i mean we are not saying that the others are you know something else but the level of knowledge that is there in our vedic scriptures is unprecedented uh, it cannot be replicated in any other uh, form of religion nowhere else is such depth of knowledge being explained as in our vedas that is for sure <coughs> next um question by bhakta virendra shri prabhupada in 18.66 purport mentions that one should surrender only to bhagwan krishna as compared to other names of supreme lord such as narayan govinda keshav although other all other names of supreme lord are identical with bhagwan krishna uh, i think in 1865 isn't it is 65 you see so this is actually these words stress that one should concentrate his mind upon krishna the very form with two hands carrying a flute the bluish boy with a beautiful face and peacock feathers in his hair there are descriptions of krishna found in the brahma samhita and other literatures one should fix his mind on this original form of godhead krishna one should not even divert his attention to other forms of the lord the lord has multi forms as vishnu narayan rama varaha etc but a devotee should concentrate his mind on the form that was present before arjuna concentration of the mind on the form of krishna constitutes the most confidential part of knowledge and this is disclosed to arjuna because arjuna is the most dear friend of krishna's now already in the brahman parmatma and bhagwan bhagwan is very confidential in the bhagwan in the within the bhagwan understanding realization there is again fine details there is the chaturbhuj narayan there is the um, i mean other incarnations like you know ram ramchandra and varaha and all this and there is krishna there is krishna and even in krishna there are you know dwarka mathura is different mood and vrindavan different mood and in vrindavan also there is you know ages different ages kaumara pauganda and kaishora and in the kaishora then the radha krishna leela that is the pinnacle of all the rasas every rasa is there in madhurya ras 
all the flavors of dasaras shantaras dasaras sakharas vatsalaras are also included in that whereas in vatsalaras for example everything is there but madhurya taste is not there rasa is not there but in madhurya every other thing is also there so it is a pinnacle of all rasas that's why it's called raslila so <coughs> um that is the most confidential part and chaitanya mahaprabhu brought us that radha krishna love he you know he experienced it and he gave it to us in the form of this holy names that's why when we are chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare this is that hare means radharani radha krishna this is the pinnacle that's why this mantra is a maha mantra bhakta vir okay <laughs> so that anybody nobody gets a misunderstanding it's not that oh varaha should not be worshiped oh, what is this no no that's that's a completely nonsense understanding is that among the confidence this is the most confidential thing chaitanya mahaprabhu gave us the most confidential thing so as followers of chaitanya mahaprabhu we should as well even chaitanya mahaprabhu also he convinced everybody to take shelter of krishna even though he is lakshmi narayan worshipper he will try to convince even though he is ramchandra worshipper he will try to convince him to become krishna worshipper why why there is need of conversion from ram to krishna there is no need but still he wanted to present an even confident more confidential knowledge but of course some devotees were um, fixed with ramchandra worship uh, like murari gupta and one other brahmana also the other day i think few months back we were reading about his past time so anyway so that so like that they had their own um relationships established uh, so whatever relationship one is established that is perfect for him mm? but it is only to be revealed at a very very high stage after all anarthana vritti is gone we should not imitate prabhu i actually have attraction for ramachandra prabhu no 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 let us first of all get rid of our kama we have attachment for kama krodha moha lobha madha matsara this is our attachment right now we don't have any attachment for ramachandra we don't have any attachment for krishna nothing we have in so we have to work on our removing our attachments with this our all the what is the cheto darpana marjanam let's do the marjan cleansing of our heart today morning there was a beautiful class by sundar gopal prabhu he explained so nicely you know cleansing of the heart we read from the gundicha marjan one of the verses in the chaitanya charitamrita i think it's 22 or 135 i think from chaitanya charitamrita madhilila very beautiful verse so we have to clean cleanse our heart first that is first business so anyway all all forms of godhead we should worship i mean if we if we see temple of course we should pay our respects i mean chaitanya mahaprabhu himself also went and then he pro, he proclaimed the glories of krishna there and preached the glories of krishna there in the temple Uh, varaha is also there when we say krishna we are not against varaha <laughs> or we are against narayan we are against ram no everybody is included he is avatari ete chamsa kalapamsa krishnastu bhagavan swayam hmm. this is very confidential knowledge that's all <coughs> next question uh, by bhaktavirendra again just as there are devata gan or demigods managing our material universe similarly in each and every material universe there are demigods like ours such as ganesh shiva indra vayu surya yes 
Brahma also. That's why Brahmas from various different universes, they came to see Krishna. You, you remember the past time, right? Twice, twice it happened. Once in Dwaraka, once in the Brahma Vimohan Leela also. <coughs> After Brahma realized his mistake in the Brahma Vimohan Leela, then Krishna called all the Brahmas from other universes and they came. And Brahma saw all of them. That is explained in the nectar of devotion. And uh, Dwaraka incident, it is explained in Bhagavatam. But the other one is uh, in the nectar of devotion. Next, um, Ajanya, Bhaktin Ajanya is asking, Is Paramatma situated inside lotus-shaped neuron at end of Sushumna within our soul, with our soul? I could read it in Erudachan Bhagavatam in Malayalam. Is it wrong? This uh, nomenclature of neuron, I I wouldn't go with all these explanations because I would I would like to, I don't know what technical mistake I'm making by uttering these words because the pure devotees when they use certain words especially in these technical aspects they choose those words very carefully and they uh, explain in that way so it is said that he is situated on a lotus in our heart the th- the size of the thumb so that is uh, stated but neuron at the end of sushumna i don't know i don't know all these things anyway i have no eyes to see also i can just hear what is there in the our scriptures so if you read it if you read it in some malayalam bhagavatam i i suggest you read prabhupada's bhagavatam and <laughs> let's stick with that because we don't have time to even finish that in this lifetime so i think we sh- we should study the Prabhupada's books and then we will have all explanations. Hmm? Next question by Bhaktin Vanajakshi. Vanajakshi Mataji. Prabhuji, whenever you use the word impersonalist, refers to only Adi Shankaracharya's followers or anyone who does not believe in the personal form of God. Hmm. Anybody who does not believe in the personal form of God and Adi Shankaracharya especially made it dangerous because he used the Vedas and you know misinterpreted and proved that it is uh, impersonal, God is impersonal and that's why because he entered the realm of the Vedas he is even more dangerous than other impersonalists who did not enter the Vedic realm so especially Shankaracharya's followers they you know in fact, the whole world, Nirvishesha Shunyavadi, Paschata Desha Tarani, we say for Prabhupada. So, in fact, the whole world, whether they be influenced by Shankaracharya or that is the conclusion, impersonalism is the conclusion that they will come to with, as I said, with the extent of our brain power, we can only come to the impersonal understanding at the most, not more than that. By some yogic this thing practice may be Paramatma, that's all. But mostly with our intellectual expansion, we can only understand at the most the impersonal aspect. So, it is easy to come to that conclusion, even without Vedic references. Uh, but to understand the personality and the simultaneous oneness and difference of the Lord with everything else, that is very much difficult to understand. Because when, they say, when we say person, they equate a person like what we are, limited and temporary and confined to a certain dimension, that's why for them impersonal means the infinite but they don't understand that the Lord can have a shape and at the same time be infinite 
uh, that is uh, very inconceivable and they cannot accommodate that in their tiny brains and therefore they and they don't have i mean they don't they, because they're not sincere the since the actual knowledge is not revealed to them and they become impersonal so basically it's sankracharya's followers and anybody who's an impersonalist who doesn't believe in the personal form of god next bhakti rajanya is kundalini related to position of super soul no kundalini is life air prana so that is different super soul is always in the heart ishvara sarvabhutanam hridesh arjuna tishthati next question by bhakta virendra in ram avatar vasudev appeared as ram sankarshan as lakshman pradyumna as bharat and aniruddha as shatrughna during krishna avatar vasudev appeared as krishna sankarshan appeared as balram pradyumna and aniruddha appeared as sons of krishna did or oh, did pradyumna and aniruddha appear as sons of krishna hmm there is some explanation i don't know but it's not that vasudev appeared as krishna vasudev is a expansion of krishna of course he is known as vasudev um vasudev feature is in the mathura and vrindavan but in the krishna personal feature is there in the vrindavan is exhibited in vrindavan so vasudev feature is also as you know from krishna the first expansion is balram and then there is the chaturvyuha vasudev sankarshan pradyumna aniruddha from that sankarshan then there comes narayan and then from narayan comes a second quadruple expansion vasudev sankarshan pradyumna aniruddha from that sankarshan comes mahavishnu from that pradyumna comes uh, garbhodaka shay vishnu from that aniruddha comes shirodaka shay vishnu so in this way is uh, you know he is expanding uh, as you say rightly yes you know vasudev krishna and sankarshan balram pradyumna niruddha i don't know actually um i don't know mm-hmm. but he had a son i mean he had sons pradyumna and aniruddha but it is not said that pradyumna is actually kamadeva cupid who was krishna's son cupid himself so it's different differently explained there next question um by vijay sharma prabhu can you explain further the term plenary okay good plenary means um same but expand okay i saw this definition of the word plenary i don't know let me see here plenary means absolute unqualified plenary means full complete entire absolute unqualified plenary powers so plenary means in in their completeness so when we say plenary portion so you see how nicely the phrase was coined it is portion amsha but its portion means not like a half half of krishna is karuna dushayasana and half of him is garbhod dushayasana like one fourth of krishna you know plenary portion so they are portions but 
फुल इन फुल पावर दीपाचरे वह दशातरमभ्युपेत दीपाते विवृत हेतु सामन धर्म यस्तादृगे वही चुनुतया विभादि गोविंदमादिपुरुषम तम अहम भजा विद द सेम पावर बट द पोर्शन दे इमेनेट फ्रॉम हिम बट वी हैव द सेम पावर लाइक अ कैंडल इफ यू लाइट अनदर कैंडल ऑफ द सेम साइज दैन इफ यू हैव लाइट मल्टीपल कैंडल्स द ओरिजिनल कैंडल इज दिस बट ऑल अदर कैंडल्स ऑल्सो हैव द सेम बर्निंग पावर सो प्लेनरी पोर्शन इज लाइक दैट प्लेनरी पोर्शन मीन्स फुल एंटायर एब्सोल्यूट so the same power as what krishna has they also have this is called plenary portion and portion of a plenary portion they are also plenary that is why that is the meaning of om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate that is that is the meaning of this verse om purnamada he is complete and om purnamada purnamidam this this material world is purnam it's complete पूर्णात पूर्ण मुदच्छते फ्रॉम द कंप्लीट होल मेनी कंप्लीट यूनिट्स एम एन एट पूर्ण से पूर्ण आदाय इवन दो कंप्लीट यूनिट्स एम एन एट फ्रॉम द कंप्लीट होल पूर्णमेवा अवशिष्यते द रिमेनिंग बैलेंस विल स्टिल बी कंप्लीट नॉट दैट हाफ ऑफ कृष्णा पोर्शन करोण ना कृष्णा बिकेम हाफ एंड करोण विष्णु इज अनदर हाफ और मे बी टेन पर्सेंट एंड नाइंटी पर्सेंट नो प्लेनरी पोर्शन नो नो डिफरेंस In fullness, they expand. In fullness, that, that is the meaning of Advaita Machuta Manadi Manantarupam Adyam Purana Purusham Navayovanam Cha. So that means Advaitam. That means he is one without a second. There is nobody equal to him. There is no nobody superior to him. But then you say all the other expansions are equal to him, right? How can you say there is nobody equal to him? Well, that is the same person. how can be same person he is doing different thing yeah that is krishna that's why we cannot understand krishna with our minute head we if we do one thing we cannot do another thing if we do this thing we cannot do this thing but krishna can do this thing and this thing at the same time so that is krishna so <laughs> hard to conceive in our head but this is the in, in, if he is not inconceivable if he if we can understand krishna if we can understand god what kind of god is he that he we can wrap our head around him that means he is smaller than our head what kind of god is this by nature he should be inconceivable then only he is god what kind of god is he if he can be understood completely nobody can understand him krishna himself cannot understand him okay all right so what else nice question though explain ask me to explain the term plenary it's very important because very carefully these words are chosen by the acharyas all right so i think that's the end of the session thank you very much we'll meet again uh, tomorrow probably tomorrow yeah and then wednesday tomorrow with the bhagavad gita class all right thank you very much chaitanya charitamrita ki jai chaitanya mahaprabhu ki jai panchatatva ki jai sankirtan mahayagya ki jai hare krishna mahamantra ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol hare krishna प्रभुपाद की जाए